At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Hey, good morning. You're heading to the airport, right? Yep, thanks for checking. I like the car. How long have you been a rideshare driver? About three years now, but I really enjoy it. Isn't it hard to make money these days with the price of gas being so high? Not for me. I use Upside, the free app that gives you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get real money back when you get gas with the Upside app? Yep, I get real cash back every time I get gas. Does that actually add up to anything? I'll make around $200 to $300. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code CAR for an extra 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, PayPal, or a gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code CAR for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code CAR. Sports betting season is in full force. You need a sportsbook with integrity and longevity like BetUS. You may already know this, but BetUS has been pioneers in the sportsbook industry for almost three decades, thriving and paying their loyal customer base. That is BetUS.com. They have loads of bonuses. Join now or call 800-69-BETUS. That is 800-MY-BETUS. And you will receive a 125% sign-up bonus by using the bonus code 5. That's the word 5 F I V E. They also have re up and referral bonuses as well. Follow my lead and open an account with Bet US. You bet, you win, you get paid. Bet US. Let me tell you about Underdog Fantasy. Underdog Fantasy is the best and easiest way to play fantasy football this season. Just draft. No need to worry about waivers, lineups, or injuries. Underdog Fantasy handles it all for you. Go to underdogfantasy.com or download the app. Draft a season-long best ball team, and that's it. No in-season management. You can even bring over your home league over to underdogfantasy.com. You get $25 upon sign-up, so you can take a free shot at a million-dollar grand prize for their fantasy football tournament. Again, you get $25 free in bonus cash when you use the code 5RSN to sign up. It has never been easier to take a shot at a million-dollar prize in their best ball mania tournament. Go to underdogfantasy.com, the App Store, or Google Play Store, use the promo code 5RSN, and get $25 in bonus cash. Sign up today. U-Brake Wheel Fix is a wheel repair and remanufacturing company with over 20 years of experience. They specialize in complete wheel repair, repairing wheels from curb rash, bends, and cracks. They also specialize in refinishing from polishing, machining, and custom colors that will suit your car's needs. Lastly, U-Brake Wheel Fix offers a full array of factory and custom wheel and tire applications. Contact them at 305-748-0112. That's 305-748-0112 or at you break wheel fix on all social platforms. This show is brought to you by Lewis Peters State Farm, agency representing the number one auto and home insurer in the United States for more than 60 years, combined experience in the insurance industry. Local agents that understand South Florida's unique market, you have access to them 24-7, walk-in, call-in, click-in, 
through lewispeters.com. You can find them online on social media at SFAgentPeters, or you can call at 305-275-5585. Remember, lewispeters.com. Welcome to Three Yards Per Caddy, a podcast covering the Miami Dolphins and the NFL. Now, here's your hosts, Chris, Alf, and Simon. And we're on, and welcome to another edition of Three Yards Per Carry. I'm Alfredo Arteaga. Simon Clancy is here. Chris Kaufman is here. Full cast once again. As always, this show is brought to you by Manscaped. Use the promo code 5RSN, and you get 20% off your entire order. Christmas is coming up, guys, okay? So I'm not telling you that. You got to shave your balls because Christmas is coming up. But, you know, you never know. Maybe it's it's a good gift to give. No balls. Jingle balls. Your balls. Yes. Um, Santa, there is a rumor that Santa likes uh, shaved bollocks. Yes. Absolutely. I'm not, I can't, I don't have that verified double source. Cookies, cookies milk, and some uh, some hairless balls. Exactly. That's what he <laughs> likes jangling under his Christmas chin tree. Where do you think, why do you think the ornaments look that way? Exactly. Exactly. Shiny, 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 shiny balls. There's no hair on a, um, on a Christmas bauble. Nope. Not <laughs> no, at all. None. none. None whatsoever. And I think there's a point to that. I think there is. <laughs> I'll leave it to you to, look, to work it out, listener. Yeah. Well, we have one listener t- uh, tell me that his favorite part of the show is whenever I quiz Simon. So. I'll begin wow. once again by quizzing Simon. Dolphin quizzing sign. on what? Yeah, exactly. Like, can we do a proper quiz though? Not like. Oh, I like I'd much rather do that. I like where this is going. <laughs> well, Let, let's let's do a proper quiz. Okay. Okay. Quiz on what though? Uh, well, what do you I want, mean, what do you want the subject matter to be? Well, general knowledge. General knowledge on football. On general knowledge. On general okay. knowledge. Period. Yeah, I mean, it's a big world, Alf. Yes, it is. <laughs> that well, it is. Well, we, maybe, we tend to we tend to just you know. I, I think maybe all right. Maybe I go up to the Broward line and to here's you know, I'll, I'll do this. I'll I'll do it. I got one for you. Oh, I got one God, for you. This all is right. going to be some. This is this is fan. This is fantastic. Okay, which civil rights activist was famous for refusing to give up her seat on a bus? This is easy. Oh, Come on. Rosa, Rosa Parks. Parks. Okay, yeah. Okay. No, Alf, it's my quiz. Oh, not yours. oh, I'm sorry. Right. Okay. <laughs> What we could do, if this is successful, we could get a sponsor to sponsor the weekly three quiz questions to Simon section. Oh, man. Make some extra coin. Yeah. Man, I'm trying to to scroll through these because some of these are just ridiculously stupid. Okay. No, that's stupid, too. Uh, These are are so easy. I know a lot about World War II, but my fear is that Simon is very very well versed. All right. I'm going to skip down. All right. Which... Which okay, which of the following is not an island in Hawaii? Maui, Oahu, Kauai, or Mauna Loa? Uh, say that again. Which of the now this is in honor of Tuatunga Vailoa, who is obviously from Hawaii, but which of the following is not an island in Hawaii? Yeah, Maui, yeah, Oahu, is Kauai, and Mauna Loa. It's K A U. AI and then there's Mauna Loa. I'm going with Mauna Loa because I think the other three are islands of Hawaii. Yeah, it, it is Mauna Loa because the uh, that that's Ooh. actually the, that's actually the volcano, I believe. Um, there you go. Yeah. No flies on me, boys. 
Oh no, I'm not. I'm not doing this next one because it's too easy. Okay, you say that. Um, you know which which of the following foods was invented in Australia? Pizza, croissant, hot dogs, and Vegemite. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on. Come can, I, can I phone a can I phone a friend? Very difficult. Are you going to phone one. me? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go with D Vegemite. Yeah, yeah, that's it's Vegemite. Uh, all right what famous comic strip written by bill watterson centered around a young boy and it's off oh, it's stuffed tiger they, they shouldn't have said stuffed tiger but you oh. can you can you name it without the uh the the, uh, the options uh calvin and hopes that's right there you go you're good on american general knowledge and yeah i'm shit pretty, on everything pretty, else. shit on everything uh, well and evidently in australian <laughs> australian food yeah food <laughs> Uh, okay, digestion typically releases what chemical that makes you happy? Is whoa, whoa. It... Say that again, say that again, say that again. I didn't digestion typically releases what chemical that makes you happy? It's melatonin, uh, aldosterone. Uh, ser- serotonin, isn't it? Uh, yeah, it's serotonin. <laughs> Man, these are, this, 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 is, no. this is way too easy. No, you just say they're easy. I'm just making it look easy. You just... <laughs> <laughs> oh boy there you All go right. next you, next you question name? next question Tuatonga Vailoa plays for which team next year the Miami Dolphins the uh, Washington football team the uh, Denver Broncos or the New Orleans Saints D the New Orleans Saints there you go uh, I have another one for you general Hit general me. knowledge yeah uh, six U.S. presidents have played college football. Can you name three of them? Fucking hell. Name three um, of them? Name yeah. three of them. All you got to do is name three out of the six. Six U.S. presidents have played college football. Right. Which U.S. presidents have played college football? I'm going to go JFK. Nope. JFK? Oh, yes, yes, play- he did. He played yeah, at Harvard. Was- okay, yeah. that's one. You got two more. I know oh, one of them. Ronald Reagan had to have done. Okay, that's two. He played at Eureka College. Mm-hmm. I know. I'm going to go, and I know this because I was there. Uh, I'm going to go Gerald Ford because absolutely, uh, he's the best one. Yeah, he, yeah Gerald Ford. Because he was at Michigan. One, yeah. yeah. Yep. Yes. But didn't he, uh, Dan, the, didn't, didn't he play for the Packers or the? He signed Washington. with the Green Bay Packers and then go. decided to to take up law instead of is, football. Is or is not Teddy Roosevelt on that list? Uh, he is uh, not. He's not. So I see if I can get the others. Hmm. So I've mm-hmm. got Kennedy, Reagan, Ford, right? Mm-hmm. Another one was really, really good. To the point where he was a Jim Thorpe. Well, no, he was not a Jim Thorpe candidate. He was a Heisman candidate. I, I know the answer to one of these. I know one more of these. I'm pretty sure I do. But I know this through it. I know this because of... Um, Jeff Perlman's 30 for 30. Donald Trump played college football. Yes, he played at he New York Military Academy for there you one go, season. You see. So two more I've got to get, right? Yes, two more. One was notoriously not very good. The other was very, very, very good. So I'm going to go the very good, and this is a complete guess. <clears throat> I'm going to go for Eisenhower. Yes, absolutely. He played for Army, and he was extremely good. He played running back and linebacker. He played both ways. So the other, the the final answer, it's not Obama. 
I don't think it's George Bush Jr. No. Was he it, played baseball. Did, did, did Obama play basketball? Biden. Biden doesn't strike me as type. Um, George Bush Sr. Jimmy Carter. Dickie Nixon. Did Dickie play college football? I'm, I'm torn between George Bush Sr. and Richard Nixon. Pick one. I was going to go. I was about to say, don't pick the warmonger, but then they're both warmongers. I'm going to go. I'm going to go Nixon. Yes, he played a Whittier Cup. Boom! Damn. <laughs> Look at this. Uh, Those are the six. That is giving the listeners more than they asked for. He was 5'11", Which, 175 pound reserve tackle end. Who was Nixon? Yes, Nixon. Wow. Right. Where did he play? What what school? Whittier College. Never in California. Nice. Which Simpsons character shot Mr. Burns? <laughs> well, that's a good one. Ah, oh, fuck. Who shot Mr. Burns? Mm. Recall this episode. Oh, it was um. Not, uh, not, Lee, uh, not Lisa, but Maggie. <laughs> I was trying to think of her name. What did you just say? Was it Maggie? It was. It was Maggie. Yeah. <laughs> did you not hear the? Yeah, the I, I'm like, I was like, did you just purposely make that noise? Like... Yeah, the dummy. It's a dummy noise, isn't it? That's the noise she always made. <laughs> uh, fan, ask fantastic. You I mean, tell me every single Dan Marino movie credit. But or or just tell us, just tell us, is this uh, is this uh, Deshaun Watson trade happening? <laughs> yes. Um, like within the uh, next week with Miami or anybody with Miami. Alf and I were just talking about this off air. Um, Alf doesn't think so. Uh, I just think that they got to this point so far down the line. I mean, they can't do any more than they've already done to completely turn the fan base against them. Turn, <laughs> but it's true. Upset, no, you're right, you're upset right. their rookie, uh, their second year quarterback. I, I mean, to me, it's shit or bust. And I, I, I think uh, as it stands now, and the kind of the, the latest whispers are that maybe the deal is not going to be done. I think if the if the Dolphins get spanked on Sunday by the Bills, I think they'll get it done before Tuesday. And I think, and this is a point I was going to make on on in the Only Friends group. Actually, I think it's really unfortunate, and it's unfortunate for two actually that they play away at the team that they just have no understanding of how to handle, yeah. which is Buffalo. Zero. You know, Zero. They cannot, I mean, I think the Dolphins will end up losing by about 47-20 on the weekend just because they just can't match up to the goal. They don't know how to play them offensively, defensively. They don't know how to play them. And I, I think on the road against Buffalo with that crowd, it, you know, it's get, it, the, 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 it's not freezing, but it's going to you know probably be windy and the weather's turning. I think they'll get a spanking, and I think Ross will be like, you know what? We're one and seven. This kid's lost three in a row, regardless of how he's played. This ain't it. Let's do the. Let's just do it. And I think that's what will happen. Which is, which is, which is just more about them than it does. Of course it does. Of course it does. But look, they've never given to a real. They've never given him a fair crack of the whip. They've never given him a fair crack of the whip. You can't say thirteen games into a career that he's been been given a fair shot because he hasn't 
He hasn't. They've done nothing to help him out. Yeah, they drafted Jalen Waddle, but they yeah, drafted I mean, essentially a five. It's not that they haven't tried. I mean, they they best intentions, I think, in in some ways. But but, but, but done really badly. But they weren't Chris. effective. Done really badly though. You know? They have, and in other ways, they've they've clearly undercut them. Yeah, and there hasn't look, been any perspective whatsoever. On the last show we did on Monday, I said I projected his stats. I made a mistake. I counted the the Buffalo Bills game as a complete start. If you fold that game in and you fold the Jets game in where he threw two passes, you fold those two games in, he's on pace for 3,800 yards, 31 touchdowns, 13 interceptions. On what planet aren't you dancing in the streets after 17 games of that? From your rookie quarterback, yeah, I don't, I, I don't know. I, stats, stats worry me in analysis a little bit. I, I just, I don't know. I just look at the the ham-fisted way with which they've gone about it. You know, you try and protect mm. him with a kid that isn't ready to play left tackle. You, you know, you go out in free agency and you ignore some of the big free agents. You go out in the draft this year and you ignore a Trey Smith and a Creed Humphrey and the opportunity to to upgrade a, a position that you know we've not fixed. I don't know. You've got a lot of young kids. You you know, the best player is a kid from a small school, Rob Hunt. You know, they haven't upgraded the running attack. Mm. They brought in a receiver, but you know, it was look. It's such a. You've got Devonte Parker always injured. Preston Williams always injured, and your your answer is to bring in Will Fuller, who is probably the most injured receiver in the NFL. You know, how mm. is that a solution? It's not a solution. It's addition. It's subtra- addition by subtraction. You know, the only reliable weapons that he has are the tight ends. You know, let's be realistic. The only reliable player, if we didn't have Mike Kosicki, this team would be fucked, mm. you know? Because yeah. Kosicki's literally, I mean, he catches, the dude catches everything. No, I saw the, you know, I saw the response, the back and forth he had with Jason Cole earlier on today, Alfred. No, he can't mm-hmm. block. And he's not, you know, he's not an all-rounder like Mark Andrews. But in terms of actually getting down the field and getting his hands on balls, he's as good as there is in the league in terms of that. Yep. He catches everything. And and no no tight end no tight end in the league is uh, is considered an elite tight end because of blocking. No, look, Kels, uh, apart George from Kittle. George Kittle, George, George Kittle, and no, that's but that's the not list. why he's considered an elite tight end. No, 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 but no, he is. No, but that adds to his that adds to his. It adds to it a resume. little bit, but I mean, so, and Gronk yeah. and Gronk. Let's be fair. Yeah, Gronk. let's look at but the Gronk is also the greatest tight end in the history of the sport. Yeah, let's look at the best tight ends in the league: Gronkowski, Waller, Kelsey, um, Kittle. Um, Mark Andrews, uh, Pitts looks like he's getting there already. You know, those guys, those guys are brilliant for the things that they do down the field. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's why they're, that's why they're so valuable. Nobody's talking about Darren Waller's, you know, he is a good blocker, but nobody's talking, you know, that's not why people get excited about Darren Waller. They get excited because nobody can cover it in the red zone. He's an absolute win. Travis Kelsey, nobody talks, you know, his, his blocking has got, has got infinitely better. But people were talking about Travis Kelsey being one of the best Titans in the league when he wasn't a very good blocker. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Kittle has, you know, K- Andrews, Kittle is I mean. Mark Andrews. Yeah, I mean, a- Andrews is top three, top four. But Gasicki, he's what he is. And, the, you know, the Dolphins don't use him as a tight end. They don't line him up as a tight end. They line him up as a receiver pretty much all the time. So well, let's go back in time and look at the draft that Mark Andrews came out of. Um, because I recall, I recall that draft, um, you know, there was – Mark Andrews was uh, at tight end in that draft, but also uh, we just played him, uh, Hayden Hurst. You know, yeah. Hayden Hurst out of South Carolina. It's Hayden Hurst. Mm-hmm. Hayden Hurst was touted as the best tight end in that draft and, and drafted in the first round as the best tight end in that draft um, because he was the only, you know, 
all around her, the only good blocker, the only good blocker in college. And meanwhile, Mike Gesicki and, and Mark, Mark Andrews were very criticized for, because they weren't great blockers in college and they were just, they were glorified receivers. Well, guess which tight ends are the best out of that class right now? Mark Andrews and Mike Gesicki. Where's yeah. Hayden Hurst? He's tight end number two. At, at, at with uh, with his team, I believe. And Dallas Goder is constantly injured. Well, Dallas got you know that that's a different story, but he he wasn't a great blocker either. Mm-hmm. I mean, and, and going back in in college, he he blocked he blocked in the FCS, and you know it, it's not um, and it didn't always even look good in the FCS. So, um, but he was he's been good in the when he's been good in the NFL, it's because of what he's doing as a receiver. So I, I always tell people this because they always fall for it. They always eat the cheese in the draft, um, you know, looking at the guys like, oh, but this guy's such a great blocker, you know? Okay. Well, where's, where's OJ Howard now? Yeah. Right. You know, what, what is OJ Howard now? And uh, as opposed to some of these other guys um, that you see OJ Howard, Gerald Everett is, is better than OJ Howard. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Tyler like, Higby. <laughs> Yeah, well, so I am. But look at those Dallas, uh, the kids at Dallas. You know, the, the Dallas Titans are playing really well. Can I just throw a quiz question back at you two, okay. but Dolphins related? Do you know what? Do you know who um, Tua went as at Jacoby Brissett's Halloween party last night? Yeah, I do. Yes. Okay, I saw the picture. That's a very good picture, isn't it? Woody of Toy Story. Yeah. Although it, it looked a little bit what. It, it looked it looked a little bit like it could be somebody somebody else too. I mean, it was definitely Woody, but um, but I, I I'm trying to remember what else. Manuel Ogba in the photograph looks looks like Suge Knight. <laughs> I, I don't think that's who he was going for, but that's not who he's going. For. And, and 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 before anybody says yes, Emmanuel Ogba towers over uh, Tua Tagovailoa. Well, he should. If you've seen Emmanuel Ogba in person, that he's an impressive human being. He's a big guy. Oh, he's he's huge. You know, so Emmanuel, yeah, we're, yes, we're a little a bit guy. beyond like guessing whether Tua is big or not, right? <laughs> yes, we know, we know his, we know his literal dimensions at this point. I mean, so we're we're good there. Yeah, but yeah, all this uh, this tight end talk, which leads me to this question: like, there's no doubt about it. They have to resign this guy. They have to extend Mike Gesicki, and the worst case scenario has to be if they let him go. Him, right? If they let him go, that would just be. We may as well just give up. It's it's even just insane right now thinking about though how little he plays. Um, yeah. Not. I mean, it's. I'm not going to say he plays very little because he does play. You know, he plays plays a lot, but I mean, I, it's something like between sixty and seventy percent, I think, of snaps, and it's it's not acceptable. Um, he should be, he should be, I don't care what, oh, he's not a blocker, blah, blah, you know, I, I don't, I don't give a shit. He should be there on every play because even when they say, oh, he's not a blocker, he doesn't do, you know, well, the plays that the two tight end sets that he's been in, they've, they've had rushing success, you know? And, mm-hmm. and so I don't want to hear that excuse. The benefits definitely outweigh. And there's something to be said for, a team that, that you know, aspires to be a zone-running team, wherever you line up your tight end, you're moving safeties, you're moving the secondary, that's actually a good thing. Absolutely. You know? So, fine. Okay. Uh, he, he's not a good blocker? Okay, fine. Run away from him. Aren't you a zone-running team anyway? But also, why this obsession with talking about things that players can't do? Mm. Yeah. Let's talk why about what we, he can do. Why, exactly. <laughs> why are we not focusing on how brilliant he is at what he does? 
Right. Look, why do we always have to focus on the negatives? Oh, mm. Tua hasn't got a strong arm. He hasn't got a strong arm. He can't fire it down the field. He hasn't got a strong arm. Well, why can't we focus on the shit he does really well? Mike Gesicki, like he can't. Like throw accurately on like 98% of his yeah. throws in a he game. Can't, <laughs> he can't block. Gesicki can't block, mate. He, he's, he can't block. Yeah, but he, he's, he's got arguably the best hands of any tight end in the NFL. Yeah, but he can't block, though, can he? But who fucking cares? <laughs> Because if, if he's in blocking, he's not doing what he's absolutely amazing at, which is catching the ball. Like, I, I, I've never understood this negativity around football. Around football, Actually, it's around sport. There's so much focus on what players can't do in everything, whether it's tennis. Oh, he doesn't have a really good backhand. Oh, yeah, but he's just won the US Open. Yeah, but his backhand sucks. Yeah, but he's, he's won Wimbledon three times. Well, yeah. well uh, uh, it's like, Simon, and... Uh... And it's local too. It's local too. The the basketball team, the Miami Heat, signs a well. They make a trade for Jimmy Buff. Uh, uh, Jimmy Buffett. That would have been something. <laughs> they made a trade for Jimmy Buffett, right? I mean, we could have focused on what Jimmy Buffett couldn't have done, and I think we'd have been fair. <laughs> <laughs> they make a trade for Jimmy Butler three years ago. Okay, they make a finals. They're completely relevant. They're in the conversation every single year for a top three seed. This year, they're in conversations for a championship. He brings other stars. And if you watch the conversation on Twitter is what's happened to Jimmy Butler's shot. He can't mm. shoot threes anymore. And I'm like, who gives a shit? <laughs> Look at the rest of it's the like, stuff I he mean, does. I, I know uh, this is entering into a very different subject because this is mixed up in race and visibility. But look at Serena Williams. She's got a bad temper. She's got a bad temper. I mean, she's the greatest tennis player, male or female of all. Yeah, but oh, she's got a bad temper. You know, the Williams oh, brothers, temper, I mean, you know, a lot of this is tied into race and like I said, you know, but well, let's focus on the stuff she can't. It's like Usain Bolt. He's not got a very good start. He's the fastest fucking human being ever, who ever lived. Yeah, he can't start. He's not very good off the blocks. Who gives a fuck? Yeah, but imagine how much faster he'd be if he started. No, I don't need to. He's fucking, he does 100 meters in the time it takes me to, you know, pull my zipper up. Like, Tom Brady on. can't run for shit, Simon. Yeah, Tom Brady's not mobile. He's, he's won seven mobile. super. He's not mobile though. He's not Michael Vick. He's he's won seven super. No, it doesn't matter. <laughs> seven super bowl. No, no, it doesn't matter. Uh, why do we obsess with the stuff that people can't do? It really, it really. As you can tell, it really winds me up. Uh, well, before we talk about this 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 game, which we kind of know where where it's headed, uh, some some signings, some transactions this week. Duke Johnson, Sheldrick Redwine. I'll, I'll speak on Sheldrick Redwine. Uh, the page on him, fast, physical, good size, has issues covering people one-on-one. I'm interested to see how they use him here because he could be – He, I think he could help the defense. You know, not, not many snaps, but maybe in dime he could help the defense. He has good range. He can really, really run. He has a lot of speed and good size. Good ball skills too. Duke Johnson, we wanted him forever. Speak on both if you know anything about either one. Simon. Uh, Duke Johnson will wear 28, uh, I'm told. Um, I mean, you like Sheldrick red, red wine, so I'll let you uh, pontificate on here. I mean, I mean, I think, I mean, Duke Johnson's what, only 29, 28? I mean, so there still should be gas left in the tank, but I, I mean, I don't know. There's a Feels reason like why. something they should have done three years ago. Three maybe. years ago, yeah. I mean, <laughs> yes. you know, he was he's bounced around, hasn't he? I mean, Browns, mm. 
Texans. He was with the Jaguars in London, and there was Cart and I don't know. Brandon just, Howard brought up on Twitter like a point. He's like, he's like, when he was with the Browns, he actually tried to get them to move him to wide receiver. Yeah, and and he comes in, he comes in like, are are we sure that this is what we need at the running back position at the moment? And I, you know, I I brought up, he's replacing, uh, you know, Malcolm Brown, who's who's not that. <laughs> you know whatever malcolm brown ended up being um you know that's not the kind of so it's a, it's a little strange in terms of you know who goes out and who comes in um they're not they're not very alike and given that we again i'm so tired of having issues in short yardage but here we are again with uh having issues in short yardage and i don't see an answer i still don't see an answer i'd have brought dokes up from the practice squad Dokes was able to move the pile consistently in that game against the Bengals in preseason in terms of short yardage. We're one and six, lads. Just give the guy a go. Let's sure. see what we've got there. You know, well, I, he... I, and I like the other guy, Scarlett, for that too. Yeah, yeah. He's very, he's very upper body powerful and uh, breaks tackles. But um, you know, they did protect Dokes this week on the practice squad. He's one of the guys that is unpoachable. So uh, I think you're allowed to bring guys from the practice squad up now um, to actually be active on game day. Uh, so it would be interesting to see if they actually do that. It, it could be. Ian yeah, on, Sh- the- on Sheldrick uh, Redwine's a little bit of background. He was drafted in the fourth round in 2019 by the Browns. Got an interception as a rookie. Got a second interception last year in the wild card round against uh, Ben Roethlisberger. I've always liked him. He's a really, really good athlete out of the University of Miami. He's limited in what you can do with him. He is kind of pigeonholed into doing one thing and one thing only. And that's coming off the hash and trying to close out deep balls. So I guess he'll help with not allowing too much deep. I guess he could play too deep with uh, Javon Holland maybe. I don't know how they're going to plan on using him, but he is only 24 years old and he is an exceptional athlete with decent size at six feet, 200 pounds. I don't know. I don't know if you had a, an opinion on him coming out of the university of Miami, Simon, but it's the 2019 draft. He went in the fourth round. I know you went over those guys. Any opinion on him? I mean, to me, he's just a guy. I'm just, Mm -hmm. I'm not, you know, I don't think he'll, um, I don't think he's going to move the needle. I think Trill Williams will probably end up playing before he does. Um, so yeah, it's not. Um... But the real sad thing is, you know, our our guy got our guy got poached. Like they they tried yeah. to they tried to cut um they tried to cut Reed Sinet, wave him and uh, put him on practice squad, and the Eagles yeah, said the Eagles no 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 no. Up. They picked him up, and so now we're left uh, we're left signing Jacob Dolagala at okay. quarterback, who I, I've looked at before, and I did not like him no. coming out. <laughs> I, I, did, I know, I know a lot of scouts and like, and people who did like they, they were just on him. They, they really thought that he was small school, you know, gem. I, I watched him. I was just like, no, no. <laughs> Our very own Dr. Astro zoom on. Hey, Steve. On, on our only fans patron chat had a, a joke. What do you call the annual employee ball at the pineapple warehouse? I don't the know. Dola Gala. You, uh, <laughs> uh, Steve, you, you Steve. don't rule it. You don't rule it joke, Steve. Steve. <laughs> no. By stick the way, to the, stick to the stage. One of the nicest people 
yeah, on the entire planet. And absolutely. absolutely and I know zero, he's listening right now too. Has absolutely zero health luck and uh, is a great guy. So um, we love you, Steve. And a damn fine actor. Honestly. And a damn fine actor, yes. Um, yeah. uh, Ian Rappaport is reporting that David Tepper and the Panthers are out yep. on Deshaun Watson. Mm-hmm. So that, that brings us to probably what we should be talking about, which is uh, yesterday's report from uh, John McClain of the Houston Chronicle that um, if you read the if you read the article, uh, what he said is that um, everything has basically been agreed upon between Houston and Miami in terms of what the price would be, what the trade price should be, I should say. Um, and Steve Ross has signed off on the idea, except with one condition, with one stipulation, which just happens to be a huge one, um, which is that he would like his legal issues to be uh, concluded first. And he would also like to know from Commissioner Roger Dell what sort of suspension Deshaun Watson is looking at. And, and quite frankly, this is like, you know, I would I would like to go on a date with uh, Cleopatra, uh, provided that she's still alive. Um, <laughs> and that's okay. Um, so I, I think that the to me, I read that news as this is not happening in 2021 because those conditions are not going to be met. You know, the, the, there's 22 civil cases, and yes, it is conceivable that the civil cases could all get magically wrapped up and uh, settled before tuesday the trade deadline however uh there are also criminal uh investigations underway and um and two of them as per you know what alf you have talked about all along Mm -hmm. two of them are not civil cases like eight of them have civil cases going at the same time so it's conceivable that eight of them could disappear when they settle on the civil case and then they're no longer a cooperating witness but two of them have nothing to do with civil cases so it's it's really hard to imagine the whole the whole criminal aspect of this just going away within the next you know i don't think they're paying attention to nfl trade deadlines i don't think district attorneys and prosecutors and and judges and grand juries and judges and grand juries are particularly give a shit about um about the nfl's trade di- deadline so that yeah. stuff is not going away before tuesday and and also roger goodell came out and said you know, the reason he, he talked about why they haven't put Deshaun Watson on the exempt list, he said, we, we don't have we don't have nearly enough information at this point to to even, you know, decide whether to put him on the exempt list or not. And um, and I don't imagine you go from that to, oh, yeah, Steve, he's looking at a six game suspension, you know, within a week. And, and you know, I, I don't think that they can process the new information that quickly, whatever happens between now and then, like, say, we were to settle all the cases, et cetera, and all that. I don't think that happens. So the the conditions that were outlined by John McClain uh, in the Houston Chronicle seem impossible, impossible to uh, to um, to really satisfy Steve Ross. And so I read that article as it's not happening now. Whether it's accurate or not, that's the question. Whether you know, it could be that uh, it could be that those stipulations exist only within the realm of uh, agreeing to Houston's price, which is the three first rounders plus some other some other assets. Um, it could be that there is a second, uh, you know, damaged goods price that has been 
um, that has been that is being negotiated by Miami and, yeah, and in to fact, clear, Josina, and- Josina Anderson yeah, even sort of what, alluded to that. Yeah, um, that Josina Anderson said that we have not met uh, quote unquote the threshold. Yeah, for the asking price. And if that's and if that's the case that there's a you know a discount price that is being uh, pushed by Miami and all this, uh, it it is fair to question whether Steve Ross's conditions apply to that discount price. I don't know the answer to that. Um, I think that Houston is going to stand firm, and I, I don't think this is going to happen. Period. Yeah, I tend to agree. I agree completely. By the way, uh, today Brian Flores ended his press conference, and this is via Ruthie Polinsky. Uh, ended his uh, press conference with an unsolicited Tua is our quarterback. So I guess that uh, if, if they do trade for Deshaun Watson, I guess that goes right there with uh, I am not going to be the Alabama head coach. But he's not wrong. He is our quarterback. Well, he is. He literally, literally. He said it. He is our quarterback. Simon, could you take your hand off the mic right now? Yeah. Can you come back inside your house and stop screaming at us from across the street or from under a pool? (laughs) You are so quiet right now. (laughs) Yes. I'm going to keep all of this in. I'm going to keep this all in. I think Simon Uh, shrank. Yeah. uh, (laughs) I think he, I think he bathed in ball toner. Yes. (laughs) you 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 cannot be heard right now, Simon. Yeah, so you are I guess, you are you are seen, not heard on a podcast. Yeah, <laughs> yes. I guess we'll just get into it. Uh, we're coming to the end of this right here. Uh, this fiasco on Sunday. How does it end, Chris? Give me a score. How does two apply? I, I think. Well, this is going to be a lot more challenging than the last two games. Uh, I thought he played his best two games as a Miami Dolphin in his last two games, uh, especially this this very last one. Uh, uh, same sort of defense. This is a team that has that has just stumped Miami ever since Brian Flores came to the Dolphins. Uh, so I, I have no reason to believe that it's going to be different. Um, so I imagine that this is still going to be a solid, solid uh, drumming by um, by the Buffalo Bills. Uh, Tua, as usual, he doesn't he doesn't seem to ever really play bad bad you know really bad football so i i wouldn't go there but he's not going to play as well as as the other games um i think that he's you know uh, he he's done he's got he's had quite a run and maybe even brian flores's absurd tactics of um of keeping the deshaun watson trade ambiguous uh in order to motivate him you know maybe that is even working a little bit but you know, not against this defense. Uh, so I think that we're, we're still looking at probably something like a 40, maybe a 40 to 20 or something like that outcome. Um, and, and I don't, and I will say that I, I'm, I don't quite agree with the sentiment that, you know, that if we, we get, you know, killed by the bills as we usually do, um, that all of a sudden they're going to change their minds and, and trade for, uh, for Deshaun Watson, because I, I, I think, I don't know. I, I think that, I think the ship has already sailed. We're one and six. There's what, what's the difference between one and six and one and seven, you know, mm-hmm. it's, there's like no difference there. I, I, I don't, I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if that really moves the needle at this point. I think the needle has broken off. Mm-hmm. So no score. <laughs> I did. I said 40, 20. Okay. All right. I'm, I'm right there with you. 38, 24. 
uh, let's call it 38, 24, two touchdowns. I feel like this is price of rice or so what did I just say? <laughs> uh, the price is right. And, yeah. um, and, and you're like, always undercutting me by like, or outbidding me by like a dollar or something like yes, that. Yes. I'm going to go dollar bid. I'm going to go 38, 24 and the two, train moves on. I think he plays relatively okay. Um, I think he continues the turnovers. I think the bills, I don't know if you've looked at it. They're getting an unreasonable amount of turnovers. Last year, the Miami Dolphins, think about this, okay? After six games, had nine turnovers. This year, after seven games, they have nine turnovers, right? But then in the seventh game last year, they got that four-turnover game against the Rams and put them at 13. The Bills in seven games have 16 turnovers forced, okay? So as good as Miami was at, at turning teams over, the Bills have been better this year. So he'll have a, he'll have a turnover or two. I think he plays okay. I think they score a reasonable amount of points. They, they hit my three-touchdown threshold once again, but they lose by two touchdowns. Simon, have you, have you made your way back into your, your home or outside of your pool, and can you speak into a microphone now? Can you hear me? Uh, barely. Yes, but you're still Lilliputian. Oh, this is very odd. I don't know what's happening. You're a little bit louder. Like whatever, yeah. you've, whatever you've done. I don't know if you're speaking louder or whatever. I'm speaking what. louder. You are okay. Give me that score, and we could get out of here. Buffalo Bills forty-seven, Miami seventeen. All right, and how does Tua play? Three interceptions. Ooh, wow. Okay, Ugh. so even even when you get small and and very <laughs> quiet, you're still quite pessimistic. Yes. I, I am the temple of doom. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's it. There is no more. The next time we talk to you, we will be one day away from this trade trade deadline. We will have results from this game, which won't be favorable. Let's, let's, let's be honest about this. But we will talk to you then. Thanks for listening to Three Yards Per Caddy. You can subscribe via iTunes, on Podbean, or your usual podcast provider. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership. We're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun? Yeah, you get it every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.